The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to show number 107. Well, I've been reveling in the victory for the entire week. Um, Don't care what anyone says. I'm just happy that we won a game. We put together a full game. And uh, that's a beautiful thing. So here we go. Up to this week, another week. We got to get going. Our team's been going. There's a couple things that have happened. Of course, we got Jerry Porter back from his two-game suspension at this time, which is still a lot of money. However, you know, I know Porter's pissed, but if he wants to make up his money, he can sure help us out by playing this game. Well, without further ado, on to our arch enemies, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the teams of the 70s, anyone who was Alive and breathing at the time remembers that arch rivalry, the Oakland Raiders and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hatred does not say the doggone word. I mean, it it was insane. Insane competition between these two football teams that played very much the same type of football. Without further ado, let me get into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know about my city? The city of Oak. Oh, don't you know? Do you know about my city? The city of Oak. Oh, don't you know? Let's take a little trip down memory lane. All right, today's show, we're going to have the, of course, Raiders Steelers pregame. Um, you know, we're minus nine dogs at our own house. So I'll talk a little bit more about that. We have, of course, an asshole of the month. This was pointed out through Raider Take, um, Sean of the Raider Take, and uh, I'll, I'll get into this article. Um, the asshole deserves to be an asshole. Uh, Mary Buckite, I, I think that's her, her name is. Um, if it's not a well tough, her article was, was titled, How Can Raider Nation celebrate this victory you know and the article and I'll, I'll i'll get it down here in just a moment when i get to the asshole of the month of course we're going to our comment section and uh, that's about the show for today so let's without further ado a little bit about the jerry porter situation i would love to have this cat play he needs to play he is our number two receiver but I do not think it'll happen. Uh, there's just too much, too much brutal hatred that's been brewing here between this team and this cat. Ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen, Raider Nation. Not gonna happen. I wish it would. We need him out on the field. You know, maybe some by some miracle it will, but I doubt it very seriously. As Shell did not point to it, and he's pretty blunt when it comes to what he's gonna do. He says he'll have to check that situation out i don't think so i think porter's going to be warm in the pine again this game and you know all this stuff that happened with him was terrible anyway you know the way he he started it and you know how it's developed the suspension i just think it's excessive we should have tried to you know kiss and make up with his punk and let him play and then get rid of him next year so we're nine point dogs to the Pittsburgh Steelers coming into the Oakland Coliseum, yes, our house, and it will be a sold-out crowd. Let me just tell you this. A lot of the ESPNers out there, eh, can't stand those people. 
They make me more angry every single day. That was that is one of the assholes. That is the asshole of the month. This month, of course, right of the ESPN hate zone for the Oakland Raiders. Uh, long story short, we are nine point underdogs at home, and it is uh, it's time to rise up. I think the Raiders, as funky as they've been playing, can make a complete game, and I'll go over the reasons why. However, you know, the other thing that I wanted to bring up was ESPN said that there would probably be, be about twenty to 30,000 Pittsburgh Steelers fans in the Oakland Coliseum this Sunday. Well, I say that's bullshit. I don't think there's not going to be near that many. If there are 5,000, it will be a stretch. Because let me tell you, Steeler fan, Steeler fan doesn't realize that, well, Raider fan ain't selling his mofo tickets to no Steeler black and gold wearing punk ass biatch. Excuse me. I went out on a tangent. Okay, well, Steelers had a hard time against Michael Vick. Their defense had a really tough time. Their 3-4 could not keep up with him as erratic play, and they lost their last game 41-38 to in an overtime game there at the Falcons' home nest. Yes, indeed, the Steelers got punked again, and they think they'd be getting the bad raps. Of course, they're the ex-Super Bowl champions trying to make a rally for this season. And in that, be aware of this. The Raiders, for the first time in a long time, can be the spoilers for the Pittsburgh Steelers, our arch enemies. Okay? We can do it. We can do it. And I'm looking to the Raiders to see that they can do it too. The problem here that we have with our team, it would be a miracle. Everything points to us losing the game. All percentages, of course, all the media says we're going to lose the game. Every statistic seems to think that we're going to lose the game. But I don't think we're going to lose the game. I think that's what all that horse crap is all about. I think that that stuff right there does not see the intangible. It doesn't see the passion of the team and the fans. And any team can be any other team on any Sunday. Check it out, Raider Nation. Bet your ass. We had a hard time against the Chargers, but guess what? So did the Steelers because they lost to them. And the Bengals, of course, they lost to the Bengals too. They both scored 20 and 28 points individually. This means the Raiders can score on the Steelers as well. They use that 3-4 defense, and that's been a problem for us because, you know, the Chargers use it on us too, which, you know, didn't work out. And so did the Ravens. So we got to worry about guys like Palomalu. He's insane. Joey Porter, another guy who came off a hamstring injury this game. He's been off for two games. That could be our advantage. They'll be tentative throughout this game. I don't believe the Steelers will take the Raiders seriously. I really don't. I think that they're going to think we're a runover, just like the other teams in the NFL. This would be the best thing that could happen to this team. Now, some of the things we can't do. We cannot turn the ball over one time, less five times. The Steelers will take advantage of every turnover and turn it into a score, unlike the lowly Cardinals. Of course, I don't see any Cardinals fans. Hey, Cardinal fan, where are you now on those boards? Hey, Cardinal fan, come on back to the Raiders Forum. Haven't heard from you lately. Hey, Cardinal fan, go build a nest. 
All right. The 3-4 defense. Pff, it's hurt us, man. Chargers and Ravens, like I said, worked our O-line over. And what did we do? We used a two-tight end set. We cannot use a two-tight end set. It will kill us in this game. There's way too much speed for that setup. Tom Walsh, yes, the Tom Walsh and Art Shell Show better come up with a much more imaginative offense than just the doggone long ball offense. Now, we have to understand that our O-line is a make or break for the Oakland Raiders. I'll tell you right now, right here from Raider Nation Podcast, if our offensive line plays decent, I mean decent as in maybe one sack, maybe one sack, maybe four hurries throughout the entire game, we can win this game. Our offensive line has got to create lanes for the run game because I'll tell you, without Jordan, who has been having back problems, he could be healed by now, but I can only guess that it'll be the Fargus and Crockett show. But they have to make lanes for the run. We have got to run the ball because the Steelers will be expecting the run from the Raiders. We got to do it. We got to make those runs count. You know, Fargus has to make that two and three yards every time, at least that much. Crockett has to be money once in a while just to bring in those two and three yards. We got to have some breathing room in the middle. We have to have it. Protection, protection, protection. We have got to keep Andrew Walter from getting the Palomalu Walu and knocking his teeth out because Palomalu is going to come out from all over the place. They have so many blitz packages in the Steelers, it's pretty insane. Now, that's not to say our defense is marshmallow either. Our defense is brutal. But their defense is definitely coming down, and they're coming after Walter. They're going to use more blitz packages than they've used in this season, I'm sure. We need Porter. We need to use Jerry Porter. It pisses me off that Art Shell can stand there at the podium and say that we're going to do everything we can to win this game, and he does not use his number two wide receiver for whatever the freaking reason. We are professionals. This is the professional football league. It is not the professional Bush league. we got to make these things go away. These are bullshit problems that the Raiders just quite frankly cannot afford. Put some more money. Al, throw some more money at this guy. Shut his pie hole. Make him happy. And let's play some goddamn football. Excuse me. I went on another tangent. We have to have some quick outs. We have to have some duff-offs to Jordan or perhaps Fargus. We have got to have places for Walter to get the ball out quick, and I mean quick. And I mean people have to be ready to catch it. Randy Moss, oh my gosh, I can tell you right now. I'll get into that in just a second. No conservative play calling. Walsh better light a fire under his ass that he's never had before. Because I'll tell you right now, the Steelers are going to blitz like freaking crazy. And we need to get the ball out. We can't wait the seven-step drop and the cup of coffee before we're the receivers in position for the catch. That's bullshit. And we ain't going for it. Because this team can win this goddamn game. And I'm pumped up because I know it can happen. This team can win no matter what all the odds say. We're a minus nine. How many times do I have to say that? That pisses me off. I know this team is better than that. Do you think they know it's better? You bet your ass they know it's better. 
So don't tell me you're going to win the game and not play Porter or Curry for that matter. I tell you now before this game, they better play Ronald Curry often and more often than not. Alvis Wooded should be the, the reliever guy for Curry and Porter. If you're not going to put your best in the field, then don't put don't put anybody out there. Stupid. Okay. Now let's look at their team. Ben's supposed to come back. He says he's been practicing, he's been feeling pretty good. He's had two concussions in the last six months, and, well, they're not worried about his melon because, of course, why should they be? They have Charlie Batch. Patch is no punk. 24 for 39 for 410 yards, five TDs, and zero interceptions in his short, his short tenure as a backup quarterback. Rated the best backup quarterback in the NFL. And let me just tell you this. Andrew Walter, per his stats, is rated the worst NFL quarterback in the NFL. Kind of funny, huh? I thought it was funny. So, here we go. We have their defense has got to stop Parker from running the ball. They don't have the bus, and there ain't no bus stop at the Oakland Coliseum. Because I'll tell you right now, he ain't there. Their punch running is not like it used to be. But we can't let Parker run outside. We can't let Parker run. We just can't. We have to pull the Edron James stop on this guy. We must get through to the quarterback. If Big Ben is playing, we must take him out of the game. It would deflate the team. It would be a great thing for our team, and it would pump up the nation. Okay. Now the Steelers aren't as good as they were last year. They got some. They lost some good wide receivers. Uh, let's see. They have Heinz Ward, and they have a lack of veterans in the receiving core. That's why they thought that they were. They were actually talking about getting Porter uh, earlier this season. We need really good coverage by Washington Huff. Burgess has got to take Roethlisberger's face off and let him take some R and R back in Pittsburgh. Now, Ike Taylor is going to be the one covering Moss. It's going to be quite a mashup. But I know Randy Moss can beat Ike Taylor. Moss is faster and smoother. And if he's on his J-O-B and doesn't half-run routes, plays full 60 minutes of football, and, quote-unquote, doesn't just loves living life, that's what he said, he's just living life. Okay? That was along with his comment of, well, no one else around here is playing very much, so why should I? Well, that's horse shit. I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Play 60 minutes of football with no drops, Randy Moss. That will help us out a lot. Now, Heinz Ward's probably going to be covered by a Samoa, who's been playing stellar football, and I expect an interception out of him this game. We can beat these guys. Here's one of the big reasons and the Achilles heel of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their special teams. They have Santiago, who does a very good job running the ball back, who we're going to have to work on. But otherwise, their kicking teams are crap. Worst in the NFL, 32nd out of 32 teams. Thus, the Raiders, with Chris Carr and company, should be able to get very good field position and give our offense an opportunity to put some points on the frickin' board in each and every quarter of football. Now. This is a huge advantage to the Oakland Raiders. We cannot not think about this. 
Special teams killed us last season, and it made a brutal difference, the difference between starting from your own five-yard line or starting from your own 38 or letting your opponent start from your 38 or 40 and march down the field and score on you. That cannot be the case. This is an advantage for the Raiders, and this is going to be the Achilles heel of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, they're all pumped up. There's going to be a lot of Steeler fans there. I have no doubt there'll be Steeler fans there. But I'll tell you this, Raider Nation, we need to show up huge. We need to show up like we did last game and tell them Steeler fans to shut up. Shut their pie hole. You know, we got to get down there, get down and dirty. You don't have to be a dirty fan. You don't have to be rude. You could just say, hey, shut up. Fan-like, you know what I mean? Politely, but fan-like. If you know what I mean. Anyways, I think this is going to be an awesome game. I'm looking forward to it. John Merriam is coming in from Springfield, Massachusetts to the game. Yes, he is the winner for the Steelers game. He should be in town here, I believe, either tonight or tomorrow. And uh, we'll be looking forward to meeting him, hooking up for some tailgate action and another victory for the Oakland Raiders. Raider fans, this will not be an easy match. This will not be an easy game, but our Raiders can win this game. The talent is there. You know it. I know it. They're not thinking about this at the Lions in the Lions fan locker room. Lions fan ain't thinking, we got a team we can get somewhere. I can guarantee you that right now. Hey, you know what? Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, he's going, we ain't got no team. We ain't got no chance. We got no hope. But I'll tell you right now, Raider fans have reason and tangible evidence to believe that we can succeed in this football game on Sunday at 1.15 at the Oakland Coliseum. I'll tell you now, if you're listening to this podcast and you're coming to the game, you better freaking bring it. You need to bring it to the Coliseum like you did last time, and I mean it, because the fans make a huge difference, and we're going to make a big difference. The 12th man will be in the Coliseum. Sorry, I got a little emotional, but, uh, well, that's Raider Greg, and that's the way I roll. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider. So let's get into this asshole of the month. Her name is Mary Buckert. I think that's how you pronounce it. But I really don't care how I pronounce it because she's an asshole. And here's why. Her article here, um, uh, that was given to me by the Raider Take, Sean from the Raider Take. And, uh, well, I'll get into it in just a moment. Before I even go any further, my wife read this article. And it's funny because she said, oh, it's a woman writer. Well, I read it and I totally understood what she meant. And I said, what? I go, okay, well, if you totally understood what she meant, then maybe she should have written this article and stuck it in Cosmopolitan or perhaps the Oprah magazine. You know what? Maybe even Jerry Springer would have appreciated her piece on the Oakland Raiders. But it doesn't belong in sports media, and it certainly doesn't belong on ESPN. But since they're all haters there anyway, I said, what difference could it possibly make? So let me just get into this right now. It's kind of a trippy, uh, 
It's a trippy deal because of what my wife said. Really trippy. How can Raider Nation rejoice, she says, in huge block letters. And she goes on to talk about how the Oakland Raiders have no reason to be happy because they've only won a single game. A single game, she thinks. She doesn't understand football. How could she sit there and say, how could you rejoice after a single victory? So let me try not to destroy this, because I know Randy's going to really be angry with me if I destroy it too much. I'm just going to try to go over some of the context of what she's saying in her article here um, that my wife understood so well. She says things like, Is one win in six tries this season enough to make you feel any better about yourself? She's talking about the Raider fan. I don't think so, but Raider Nation told me otherwise. Hey, it's one better than none, said Carlos, who was riding a, a crowded bar train home from the Oakland Coliseum. Uh, with all due respect, she has to disagree with the six-year Raiders season ticket holder who flies in from L.A. Now, here's a person who says she has to disagree. Here's a person who's not a fan. I don't know if she's a fan. I don't give a shit if she's a fan. But the way she talks to this guy... And the way he's very cool about the way he answers her, I'm sure, is different. I'm sure when he listens, to, when he she introduced herself as um, a reporter, I quote unquote, for ESPN, he thought that he was going to get the benefit of the doubt, a good article about his Oakland Raiders, something positive he could look on and read. I'm sure Carlos took this as a big insult, and right now he'd have a whole lot different word for this woman who interviewed Carlos on the crowded BART in bold letters underline train, which seems to imply some type of mm, poverty, perhaps, because you have to write BART. This guy flies from L.A. He's a fan who pays money to fly in an airplane. Yes, an airplane, actually. Can you believe that, Mary? Did you fly in an airplane, or did you fly in on a freaking broom? I will tell you this, that that's horse crap. The fact that you don't like our team is one thing, but any time these guys attack the fan is a total mind-blowing thing. That's like saying that a certain population is bad. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's being very, very one-sided. We're thugs. I've heard it before. You've heard it all. You've heard all of them. We're thugs. We're gangsters. We're gang members. You know, sure, we all are. We're gang members. We all belong to the same gang. The Oakland Raiders fans. You know what? Right on. I'm proud to be a member of the club. You should be a proud member of any club, you dweeb. I can't believe as a reporter you can write such a one-sided crappy article about not only my team, but the fans that I sit next to every Sunday enjoy beer, laughs, and great comments and banter about football. I can't believe you try to belitter the fans here and... You know, here she goes on again. Uh, she talks to another guy at Ricky's, which is a place hung, a hangout for Raider fans in the Bay Area. It feels great, Beam Jose, the Raiders tattooed diehard sitting next to me. Now, does she have to portray him as a Raiders tattooed diehard? Can't she portray him as a, how about this, Ricky, yes, he's a police officer in El Segundo. Or how about, how about Jose? Yes, he's um, a firefighter in Milbrae. 
No, she has to portray him as a tattooed diehard sitting at a bar at Ricky's, celebrating a single win from the one and five season of the Oakland Raiders, or one and six. Doesn't matter who is against, Jose says. Of course not. Winning always feels good, and it's been a long time. Here you got Jose, man. He's pouring his heart out to this biatch, talking about how happy he is to see his team, our team, succeed, do something positive, make a change, go forward. But the, all the media pundits, just like this moron, all they could talk about was the 0-16 season of the Raiders, only one in history. Watch it happen before your very eyes. We were the first to say that the Raiders would go 0-16, and look, they did. Well, we shattered all that bullshit from all the mainstream media because we're not going to go 0-16. Nobody I know that's a Raiders fan thought we were going to go 0-16. The Raiders knew they weren't going to go 0-16. So I'm glad that these pundits of international sports of all types can come here with this shitty little article. You'd think a powerhouse sports media empire would have more going for it and the editor would have much more of a brain than they'll allow crap like this to go into the doggone mainstream media. So, you know, she talks a lot about the fans. She talks a lot about how we beat lowly Arizona the worst. She talks a lot about how the Raider fans um, are living in their storybook past. I can't even read this thing anymore. The portrayal of the Raiders is terrible. And if you want to know, it's the ESPN article, and you can go to RaiderTake.com and check it out. It's in one of his blogs right there. Go down there and check out for Mary's article, Mary, Mary, quite the contrary. The Raider Nation lives, our team lives, and unlike your pitiful article, you suck, and you're an asshole. Okay. Sorry, had to go on a tangent because if I didn't, I was going to freaking explode. Thank you, Radio Nation, for listening to me. I appreciate it. All right, Radio Nation, we're going to go to the comments form section i cannot do too many of these because to be quite honest i have to get rolling but there's some great comments in here um and i'll try to get to as many of them as i can okay i'm gonna go to raider lou on guam is the rumor true am i really hearing correctly ben roethlisberger is going to play this weekend ha 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 he says i can see burgess and the crew rubbing their hands together right now in anticipation do i smell a season ending concussion oh yes please ben play 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 ha 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 batch will have a batch of trouble in the hands this weekend with a number one passing defense in the nfl versus a biatch i mean a batch ha 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 anticipated record for the the quarterback raider sack interceptions burgess and crew yes he's thinking we're gonna do good man i hope so too um here's a comment here from jimbo and he asked is uh porter gonna play this sunday i doubt it i know we need him but uh I know we need him. That's the way it goes. Here goes Raider Tommy, New York Raider Tommy, pulling me back in. As my old boy Al Pacino said in The Godfather Part 3, they keep pulling me back in. Of course they keep pulling you back in. That's what the Raiders do. 
<laughs> That's what they do to all of us. Just when I thought our Caesar was a wash and we might not win a game, we do. Now I'm expecting, yeah, a win. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't care. Our defense is a bunch of beasts. And our own line can protect big. If, Like saying if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> That's pretty funny, Tommy. We can win some games and get back some respectability. Maybe spoil some teams' playoff soaps. That's what we'd do if we beat the Steelers this weekend, brother. I mean, if we're going to have a losing season again, wouldn't you feel better if we made the Broncos a road team uh, on the playoffs knock them out? Absolutely. I would love it if the Jets would have a chance to win their last game and make it to the playoffs against us, a game I already have tickets to, and we win and knock them out. Oh, man, the next day at work would be sweet. I would love to talk trash to all those faggot-ass Jet fans. <laughs> you are funny, man. I can't wait to see you, Raider Tommy. I cannot wait for the Broncos game. Call me a dreamer if you want, but just a diehard mother friggin' Raider fan. Go Raiders, yes. Um, and he loves those videos, too. That's pretty funny. I'm going to go right to the German Raider here, Porter. Dear Greg, I remember the first games when Porter was laughing and joking on the sideline during our losses. A lot of Raider fans shouted out there at Porter. They did not want to see him playing again. Now has everything changed? Maybe not all that information read Germany, but when Porter was asked for a trade, he betrayed the nation. He's not worth the clothes he wears. The Raider is a Raider for forever. Raider, Porter is not. Well, Porter is a Raider because of his contract, and it says Raider right on it. So he is a Raider, and if he's going to be paid as a Raider a million dollars a year, then I would certainly expect him to live up to that. Now, I'm sure Jerry Porter wants to play because he is not making any money if he ain't playing. So um, that's what's going to happen. I hope that he kisses Al, um, Al's ass or whoever's ass he has to put his lips on, get them on there and get things going. Glue your lips on their ass if you have to, Porter. But get your shit together so you can get out there, make some money, play for the year, get out of here next year. Nice talking to you. Don't let the door hit your skin to the last on the way out. That's what I got to say about Jerry Porter. So that's what I said about Jerry Porter. Sorry about the short postings, the post uh, uh, comment section. I was going to do more, but I, I just can't. don't have time for it right now. So I will do some more next podcast, which will be the post game, which you will hear on the Raider Nation podcast. Go freaking Raiders. If you're a fan Bring your A game, baby. We're going to roll through these mofos on Sunday afternoon. We're doing it. we got to do it big and be there for our team. We hope the Raiders can do the things they got to do to survive this game and come out victorious. Four quarters, baby. That's all we ask. This is Raider Greg, and I am out. Out.